When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pod save the queen! Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen, the Daily Mirror's royal podcast. I'm Anne Gripper and we are returning with another episode rather sooner than we normally would because it is Royal Wedding Week and there is a lot to talk about, lots to be excited about. And we have two new guests who are new to the to the show. So welcome to Julie Delahaye, one of our online Hi. online team who writes about travel for us. And Rookie Saeed, who is our consumer editor for the Daily Mirror, is that Hello. right? And is also, crucially, a resident of almost Windsor. <laughs> has a close connection with that. So um, it's Tuesday afternoon, we're recording, fresh in the, the storm of Megan's dad, but we're going to leave that aside. That was that was the earlier episode, and we're going to talk about a bit more about what you can expect if you're going down to Windsor, or maybe if you come and visit the UK in the future and and want to tread in Harry and Meghan's royal footsteps. So I've actually, to be honest with you, never been to Windsor. I've been to Windsor Great Park, which is magnificent, it's enormous, great to walk about in, and feels quite grand. I've seen the castle, but I've never had a day out in Windsor. What is it like? What could I expect if I went there? Uh, Windsor's a very quaint little town, um, obviously dominated by the by the castle, which um, looms large as you uh, as you approach, it's for visitors. It's really easy to access because it's only 11 miles from Heathrow Airport. It's west of London, so 25 miles from from London take you about an hour if you're driving. Um, but it's it's what I would call cute. So there's lots of boutique shops, um, plenty of tea rooms pubs practically on every corner. There's a lovely, gentle vibe about Windsor. It's it's kind of a seaside vibe that you get without being by the seaside. Very genteel. Um, everyone's very polite, as you can imagine. Um, I live just outside Windsor in a, in a, a town called Slough. And um, the Queen Mum, bless her, once said, Windsor used to be so lovely till they built Slough. <laughs> <laughs> so so Slough is is a, is is a bit more of the sort of a kind of like um, not not rough, but but it's, it hasn't people. got the same manners as as Windsor. So when you go to Windsor, you really notice that it's it's very upmarket. That the shops have a different feel about them. Service is of the essence, and they're all the usual shops that you'd expect in any. Uh, normal high street so you get the big brands like Marks and Spencer um, you get the coffee shops like Costa Starbucks but what you haven't got is a, a a chain department store so there's no John Lewis or Debenhams Windsor in the center of Pescott Street which is the main kind of in quotes high street um, has Daniel which is a hundred year old family run department store still run by the same family all these generations on and it's 
as you would expect it to be. It's not swish or swanky, it's quite old fashioned, but that's part of its charm. So um, I would, anyone going to Windsor, I would say go to Daniel. Um, I think they're making wedding themed cakes as well, lemon and elderflower, which they're selling by the thousands. The same um, flavour as the wedding, exactly, the exactly. official wedding <laughs> cake, on a, of on a daily basis. And um, it, it really is, if you're in that area, it really is a must visit. The, the River Thames runs through it, as you would expect. Um, people go and feed the swans. Um, lovely boat rides along the river, little fun fair. Oh, um, maybe we need to bin off going back to the office. It really is a fun day out. <laughs> and what about the, the castle? Because obviously nobody will be able to get into the castle on Saturday unless they're one of the guests or unless, lucky ticket holders. Unless you but have to, a golden ticket. I have to but, say that back in the day when the Queen Mum died in 2002, I was one of the lucky reporters that actually got into the castle and had one of the best vantage points. So when you when you look at the castle, you see these amazing turrets. You don't realise that there are walkways along the turrets. So I managed to get up into one of the turrets and have a an amazing view of Windsor as the um, funeral cortege came up the hill and turned left into into the castle itself. Because her funeral service was That's held right. in. In the in the castle. That's right, in the castle, and she's um she, she was laid to rest in the in 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 the chapel where um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle will uh, will say I do. Mm -hmm. So plenty of uh, history and heritage. But the castle is is amazing. It um it, you know it has a has a tea shop, a souvenir shop, um the the uh, statue of Queen Victoria kind of dom dominates before before you go in, and of course you always look to see if the royal standard is flying because if it is then you know the queen is is in and um, windsor is is her home rather than her office so um often you will see the, the flag flying in your great the queen's the queen's in <laughs> maybe she'll invite us in for tea if we, go and, if we go and visit they've got that doll's house as well don't they like queen mary's doll or something i remember when i was a kid yeah. i went and it was like it's like the whole castle, but miniature, and it's re it's really cool. But you yeah. you can't play with it. Which is, I was like nine, and I was really disappointed. But it is really cool. Like, yeah, it's definitely worth like, yeah. going to see. But yeah, lots to do in Windsor. And is there anything that you've been um, spying on for as recommending for tourists? And because I know you've been looking at the procession route a bit as well, and how yeah. that fits into the town. I mean, I think anyone who goes like anyone who's going down on the day is going to be absolutely amazing because it'll be like parties everywhere and stuff. Um, but I think. In terms of what there is to see and do in Windsor, like, I mean, I went to the Royal Windsor Horse Show about two years ago, and um, I just went randomly because it was something someone had told me was quite a nice event, and then the Queen was there, and that was really exciting. And they have, like, a grand national for Shetland ponies, and that was really cool. So that was the that was the event that was held just at the weekend yeah, as well, where we yeah, saw yeah. Prince Philip for the first time since his hip operation, driving. Incredible. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's the kind of stuff I think. Like if you if you're going to Windsor, but you obviously you'll have missed the royal wedding. Like that's the kind of stuff I'd go for because it's just quite a fun event and it was just quite a cool. You kind of take in all the sights and you can see the castle and then obviously I got I mean I got really excited when the Queen walked out. But. And it's very very British as well. Yeah. It's one of those events of the summer. Like I can remember watching it on telly yeah. when I was growing up. With a glass of Pims and just like love yeah. It's great. Oh Pims, lovely. <laughs> um, and um, there's various events happening probably around the country for people that aren't going to Windsor. Yeah. 
Is there anything that sort of st- has stood out for you as um, you've been looking through the listings? I mean, what I'm loving is that there's a lot of like, especially across London, there's a lot of tea rooms that are holding like fancy afternoon teas, but they're having like the lemon and elderflower cake and they're doing like themed biscuits and they're doing a lot of live screenings. So I think for people who don't want to sit on the sofa, like just head down, there's so many restaurants and pubs that are just doing a big live screening. They're doing like special themed food. I think there's one bar in London but I've forgotten their name at the moment but they're doing like an American menu for Megan and then they've got like a British equivalent for Harry and it's just there's just so much like going on it's oh, fun fun times for the people organising all of the yeah. events organisers <laughs> just go wild yeah, street parties galore I should imagine across Britain yeah. yeah and then we also found out yesterday where the bride and groom will be spending the night before the wedding yeah Two really quite swanky hotels. Yeah, so Megan's going to Cliveden House. Sorry, I might mispronounce that, but just call me up. But um, yeah, and I was having a look, and it's it's so fancy. It's really glamorous. Like it's this massive, lovely house on the National Trust Cliveden Estate, and um, it's just incredible. Like you can get, you can kind of like get basic rooms that have like views of the river, but then you can also get these insane suites. Like there's a Prince of Wales suite, which is like I think it's. It's like a thousand five hundred thirty five pounds a night, but you go in and you get like like I mean if she took it it would be like you get your own dressing room you get your own living room there's like a dining hall um, there's like a massive bed and you you've got like a- private access to the dining rooms and stuff so I reckon if she goes because I think she's going with her mum isn't she I reckon that would be so su- I mean I'd love to take my mum to somewhere like that but. Sounds Maybe like, a cheaper uh, one of the rooms. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> ideal for a princess to be. You know, yeah. having yeah. that big, having yeah. that big room, and you know, any bride who's got married, yeah, you, you need a little bit of space yeah. usually for a dress and someone to put you in it, and, and, and all of that kind of thing. As well, there's a spa that she can like. Cause I think chill. I mean, I think any all my friends have got married have been so nervous the night before. So I feel like if we could have put them in a nice massage room and been like chill, <laughs> that would have been, been fine. Yeah, don't talk to anybody yeah. for yeah. half and an it's hour. It's only like half an hour as well from Windsor, so she won't have to because the wedding ceremony is at midday. So she won't have to rush like to try and get there. I think it'll be fine. And no, obviously, as long as they clear it. the roads, it's quite a tight. Yeah. it's quite a tight driver. The road's quite narrow because Clifton is at Taplow, and it's yeah. it's. It's not a great. It's not a great route, but I'm sure she'll have um, escort yeah. riders to uh, Russia like to, uh, the to the to the to the church or the castle on time. And it might be quite handy actually if it's narrow route because then people won't be potentially ste- yes. stealing a picture too early. Yeah. Exactly to show so off the dress. Awesome. And you've to, been there, haven't you? I was you? going to say. I just have to say that um, if you you know if you do want to go to Cliveden, there is a more sort of friendly way of doing it. Go for afternoon tea. It really is very very grand and it's luxurious um anyone who likes Downton Abbey will love having tea at Cliveden because it's got the heritage it's got tapestries on the walls beautiful comfy sofas the service is as you would expect it's like having your own Carson for for a couple of hours um you can take champagne tea with a glass of Tattinger which I was once told was the Queen's favourite champagne, but I'm not sure because Paul Roger now is being mooted as her favourite. So that's £54. Um, if you want it without the champagne, it's £37. Oh. And then you... Which is not outlandish for no, a, Lon- a no, London-ish posh And, and the, surra- the surroundings are fabulous. They add a two pound, because it's National Trust, they add a £2 surcharge if you're not a National Trust member, but it allows you then to walk around the grounds Okay. Which really is a day, it's a whole day out. Um, and, you know, the teas are amazing. You 
get a choice of about 27 different types of tea. But you probably won't be allowed in on Saturday, yeah. I suspect. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe wait until next week. I think they're opening it back up like pretty, yeah, pretty much the day after. But I think you can... Yeah. Um, Clifton House, I think, is opening for National Trust. If you if you go on the doubt, you just pay the £2. And if you go on an official tour, they take you inside. But I, I think they are closing it, obviously, on yeah. Saturday morning. Imagine the whole thing <laughs> is booked out. I'm sure as soon as the announcement came out yesterday, like travel editors yeah. or would have been being tapped up to say, can you get us in there yeah, any, yeah. like before the wedding? Is there any any space so, for, to send someone down I think they to did stay. have events planned, but I think they cancelled the events for Megan. But then I think they're now rescheduling them and trying to kind of make it up to the people who were going to go. Oh, <laughs> hope, hope there weren't any other brides and grooms no. in there. <laughs> what about Harry? So Harry's going to Coworth Park with Prince William and I've got a theory that they picked it because it's got private polo fields and obviously they're <laughs> massive polo players. So I reckon they're just going to go and have like a cheeky game, the two of them. kind of. I'm sure William will have like so much wisdom he can share to Harry because he's obviously done the whole getting married in front of millions of people around the world. Because so. <laughs> we've still never heard anything about Prince Harry's stag do. No. But playing polo the night before your wedding strikes me as slightly high risk because yeah. it's not exactly the <laughs> safest of sports. True. <laughs> But he, I reckon he's a bit of a risk taker. I reckon he'd probably enjoy it. But <laughs> there is there is also a spa. Like he can, I guess that's a bit more chilled. And what's know. what's what's that hotel like as a? I mean, it's it's almost. I think it's a, almost as swanky as the one Megan. I think Megan's one in the slightly swankier hotel stakes. But it's still like massive rooms, like really luxurious set. It, it kind of looks like something out of a film set. Like you can just imagine like massive four poster beds and like huge views of the estate and. It just looks really. I'm really jealous. In case you can't tell, I think that's the hotel where they shared their first public kiss as well. Yeah. Uh, so it's got a lot of sentimental attachment as well as being a luxurious venue. Yeah. Ah, okay. And in fact, the the Clifton Hotel has also got a lot of um, actual real history. Maybe yeah. not just personal romantic <laughs> history, but um, uh, the Profumo affair was sort of sparked there yeah. to a certain extent. Um, read up on that because it is a fascinating story that we can't do justice to. Spies, <laughs> Russians, yeah, uh, I had a quick look. I had a quick look yeah. and I was like, I, I mean, I've known like bits of it, but I couldn't believe just how much. It's like a whole novel, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's yeah. so yeah. interesting. Absolutely incredible. Um, because we need to talk about the honeymoons instead. Yes. So, Harry and Meghan, um, they're not going straight away on honeymoon. They've got. Um, work to do pretty oh. much straight away it, well she's got to go to her father-in-law's 70th birthday celebration oh, no. <laughs> well i'm sure it'll be lovely it's you know grand affair worst things to do um so and i think william and kate did this as well they had a mini moon before their big real honeymoon. before their big honeymoon yeah. so what are the what are the tips for harry and megan what do you think they might go for or? well a lot of the a lot of the royal, well, the British royal couples actually did a lot of mini moons and honeymoons in the UK. So, like the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh, they just went to what's it called, Broad, Broadlands House in Hampshire, and they did their honeymoon there before going to Balmoral because obviously it's like a big royal hotspot, isn't it? Um, and then Diana and um, Prince Charles also went to Balmoral, I think. After they they did a cruise first, so they went on the Royal Yacht Britannia, and then they came back and stopped by. Balmoral as well for a couple of days and I think Edward and Sophie Wessex did a mini UK staycation as well so I reckon like Harry and Meghan will have so 
I reckon they'll probably head to Balmoral if they can. Like, it would be quite a good place to get. They might not go there, obviously, but I reckon... It's It'd be nice, because she's probably not been there before, I would no, guess. No, I don't think so. And it's only, it's only in Scotland, so it's not very far for them to, to get for a day and a half, I guess. No, plenty can... of privacy up there as well. Mm. Yeah. Or we could take a surfing in rock. Uh, yeah, might be not so private. Not so private. Yeah. I'm from Cornwall. I've got to yeah. give a shout out for like get down to Cornwall, Megan. It's yeah. amazing. Well, it's you know she's spent time in California, and yeah, you want to go true. hit the coast. Then obviously Cornwall is the place to go. Um, <laughs> That's the thing about Britain though. It's got so many like nice areas. Like I feel like we've got really nice sandy beaches, and then we've also got like all those like quintessentially British countryside escapes and stuff. I feel like. For, for Megan, who's obviously not been living in the UK for very long, I reckon there'll be so many places that she wants to check out. Go to some remote Scottish island. Yeah. Where they can just be <laughs> exactly. on their own. On their own. It's also beautiful. And what about for the big honeymoon? What are the hot tips? So the biggest tip we've had is that they're probably going to Namibia, um, which is in Africa, obviously. And I I think it's quite a good shout that it would be in Africa because they they have such a love affair with the continent. Um, like obviously Harry has so many links. Like he's the royal patron for the rhino conservation in Botswana. That is a mouthful, but that's about the right title. Um, and Megan went to Rwanda with her work for World Vision, so they both already like been so many times. And then obviously they went to Botswana for I I want to say their second because they had their blind date and then a few weeks later he invited her out. It was a very rapid. Yeah. Uh, well, whirlwind romance. Yeah. So I mean that's a great Getting second date. I don't think I've ever been whisked away to Africa for a day, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so I think that was they did that, and obviously had the engagement ring. It's got a diamond from Botswana, so I feel like Africa's just been such a like big part of their love story. I just feel like it would be such a nice way for them to kind of start a new chapter, and yeah, and and Namibia is gorgeous. It's got so many like beautiful safari lodges. Like you can have these amazing tents that are like on the plains, and you can obviously they're like he was saying he's a massive fan of safaris and stuff like that. So I think it'd be really romantic. Sorry, Windsor, we're not coming yeah, in sorry. this afternoon. We're, sorry. we're, heading, we're yeah. going to just go straight to Heathrow and straight on, straight on safari. Um, so what are you ladies going to be doing on Saturday? I'm going to be in here, editing, <laughs> running the site, looking, looking at the dress from here and writing about a billion stories with our amazing team. Um, uh, podcast listeners, we are running a live blog already, so come over to mirror.co.uk and check that out where you can keep up with all of the latest. Yeah. But, so we'll be running that right up to the wedding <laughs> and beyond. Okay. Um, so, you know, buckle up and join <laughs> us on the ride. But how, how will you be spending Saturday? Um, I'm definitely going to watch it on TV. I think I'm going to probably sit down with a lot of cake and a bit of Prosecco and watch it at home, probably in my pyjamas. Not quite as glamorous <laughs> as whatever. Her, her wedding dress will be beautiful, so... But I think it will be quite. I think I I do love a good royal wedding because you just get like really wrapped up and everyone's so excited and it's just such a nice like such a nice event. Quite a nice escape. How about you, Ricky? Um, because I live so close to Windsor, I'm debating whether to to go in and soak it all up and spend the day there because um, I play for Windsor Hockey Club and the one of the schools, Windsor Boys School, which is our home ground, is opening up the car park for free. And it's a great place for locals to, to go and park because we'd be the only ones to be able to get there really early. Mm. So that's a good that's a good shout. Um, and also the Windsor and Eaton Brewery, where bizarrely we have our committee meetings. Um, Worst places is, have committee yes, meetings. Yes, <laughs> um, 
is, is is also a good is also a good shout. But I'm told that the BBC might have taken that over. Um, uh, so it's it's a it's a debate at the moment. Should, should we go in early and stake a place, or should we just stay at home and do what Julie's doing? Open a bottle of prosecco, raise a glass, and just enjoy it in uh, in pajamas. So, uh, listeners, tell us how you will be watching. Um, the wedding comes Saturday. Email us at podsavethequeen at trinitymirror.com and we'll try and read some of your messages out later in the week. Stay tuned with mirror.co.uk and uh, on your Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And until then... Pod Save the Queen! 